Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, supporting family caregivers of older adults through times of stress and isolation. A panel discussion. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on July 16th, 2020. In this podcast, Kathy Kelly, the Executive Director of Family Caregiver Alliance, gives an overview of providing support and resources to family caregivers of older adults through times of stress and isolation. In April, Resources for Integrated Care held a highly attended webinar on addressing the topic of supporting caregivers of older adults through times of stress and isolation. As we receive so much interest in this topic, this event continues the discussion and addresses topics requested by the audience. To view the recording or to listen to the podcast of this previous event, please visit our website at resourcesforintegratedcare.com. This is the second webinar, as mentioned, that Aaron, Brian, and I have had the pleasure to present. The first session was held in late April, and I think for most of us, uh, the presenters and, and also um, folks that are on the phone, we were at the, really at the sort of the beginning of our experience with service delivery during the time of COVID. I think it was safe to say that we were basically all in sort of a crisis mode at that time. So as we were asked to return to discuss the issues that we were not able to cover them, we wanted to acknowledge that there are a number of changes that will be with us for a while. And these issues are affecting caregivers, uh, family caregivers, and for those adults with dementia or other chronic care conditions, and for the provider community, we're all in, all in this together. So there's a number of intersecting issues for uh, family and friends uh, during this time of uncertainty uh, and the increased anxiety on in the part of, of uh, caregivers, and we wanted to set a little framework and context for where, where we all have landed at, at this particular moment. In the, in the health area, um, we still have high safety and protection needs at this time, not only for ourselves, but those that are at higher risk uh, in our families by age or chronic health conditions. Others that are in the household who still be working outside the home and are in contact with the public. So the fear of infection and uncertainty around testing and care, and when I say care, it's just not COVID-related. It's other routine or specialty care that's ongoing. Um, it's an uncertainty around um, uh, the safety issues that, that are still will present themselves. We also have um, no clear end date to resume activities that's really available. Um, so there's really no certain timeline for when a future vaccine and treatment for COVID will become available. So we have, um, a, you know, we have a little bit of anxiety around that as well. And then as we know more about um, COVID and uh, how it may change, the, the kinds of, um, you know, uh, recommendations for physical distancing, other guidelines may also change uh, as we learn more about the, about the disease. I think we basically know that we all need to wash our hands, not touch our face, wear masks, and, you know, keep, keep our surfaces and everything clean. Um, but... Um, I think, you know, some of these things may be more important than others, and this is what we're learning. Also affecting um, our context right now is the effect on the economy. We had inklings of it a few months ago, but we really know now that there's huge budget challenges in state and localities that may threaten some access to services. It's safe to say 
that state budgets are a bit on the chaotic side at this point. And then we do have the uh, impacts of unemployment and economic recession that looms large in the future. Um, you know, for all of us will be affected, but certainly uh, budgets for these kinds of programs that we're talking about today. So we're also asked to be doing planning in the, entire, uh, uh, in the time of uncertainty uh, within resources and services that are available. And I think this is trying to get your hands around and being in control of certain aspects of your um, of your daily um, of your daily uh, 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 job considerations but for families and caregivers this loss of control is really significant so I would say you know in summary that communication is the key it's it's the direct correct information that's being provided to um, the caregivers and secondarily, I want to, you know, second the communication within your community of providers, whether it's across um, public health, uh, healthcare, um, social service agencies, community-based organizations, transportation services, and others. Having the communication on an ongoing basis ensures that you, in turn, can give the correct information to families. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated and coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about the current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.